Welcome to Insights into Success, where with your host Paul Dodds, we hope to educate, inspire and motivate you to achieve your own personal success. We talk to guests from all around the world from a variety of walks of life to hear the realities of their own journey to success. What challenges have they faced, how they cope with failure and what have been the keys or will be the keys to their own success. In our Read to Succeed interviews, we talk books that have inspired our guests and for some, they share their secrets to marketing success. Join us as we give you insights into success. Okay, welcome back to Insights into Success, where now we're going to do our short segment called Read to Succeed. And our guest, our special guest, Kyle, has agreed to stay on and share with us um, some information about some books he reads. So, Kyle, take it away. What books have inspired you? Okay, so... Um, you know, we were discussing before we hopped on here, it's hard to pick, it's hard to pick just a few because there's been a lot of good ones over the years, but, um, of the ones I had on my bookshelf here that were standouts, the first one is there's this book called the four agreements. And this is by Don Miguel Ruiz. I believe that's how you pronounce his name. This book is uh, nothing to do with business. Really. Um, I would say this is more in the, I guess you could call it like personal development or mindsets, but the four agreements that he writes about are uh, be impeccable with your word. Don't take anything personally. Don't make assumptions and always do your best. And those sound like platitudes, but really what this book, uh, what I got from it uh, has been really useful in my life is really just um, not, it's not so much that you just don't care what people think about you, but not being worried about what people think about you, but also yeah. on the the flip side, not being as judgmental to other people as well. So kind of, you know, understanding that, or one of the takeaways he says in there, I forgot what it was word for word, but something like, you know, everyone's doing the best they can for where they're at and their level of understanding and, and what's going on in their life. And if you have that attitude, it's easier to be patient with people who annoy you, which has, uh, you know, been a problem for me in the past. And, um, and it's also easier to just not, again, not take things as personally, like sometimes there's, Sometimes people might get upset with you and you might feel like it's not your fault. And really there's miscommunications or, you know, you have your own biases, they have their own biases. And a lot of times that just creates conflict. That's totally unnecessary. So, um, in dealing with interpersonal communication, that's a, a really interesting book that, um, I, I revisit like every couple of years or so. Interesting. I haven't heard of it. Okay. Yeah. So that's, that's one to check out. It's, um, it's really good. So another one, this is the power of habit. And I would say that this has been, this is by Charles Duhigg. So there's been a lot of books about habits, yeah. uh, atomic habits. There's been a lot of books about habits that have come out over the last few years. And I would say that those are really inspired by this book. This guy was a, the first one that I know of to really break down how habits are formed in our brain. So really break down the science, but in an easy to understand way of how synapses are formed in our brain and, and neuroplasticity, which is the, the ability of these of us to form these different synapses. And it really shows you how, not only how habits are created, how we can replace or, or eliminate bad habits, how we can create new habits, but also how this whole hardwired system in our brain works and how other things, other businesses, can actually target that system to try to control our behavior and they do it all the time. So a couple of examples from the book, um, uh, when you're in casinos, the reason why they have all the flashing lights and the, and the, the sounds going off constantly is because 
um, all those things give you a little bit more dopamine hit and just keep you more engaged. And whenever you uh, say you make a bet on a machine and let's say you bet $5, but you get $1 back, even though you lost the fact that you got that, that you got some kind of, it's saying it's a win on the machine gives you a little yeah. dopamine hit and it makes you feel like you're winning, even though you're not. Um, <laughs> and there's also these little tricks that social media companies do to make their, uh, their platforms more addicting for us. So it's a very, for me, it's very interesting to not only understand human behavior, but for me, it was really understanding how to control my habits. So that way I can set up my lifestyle the way I want it and I can be as productive as possible. So I'm really big on, on, um, you know, routines. Like I have a, you know, bedtime routine, which I think leads into having a good morning routine. And then that leads me into having a good routine for how I structure my day. And by doing that, and since I've applied these things, which was years ago, um, I've been able to be way more productive than I ever was in the past, which again, this was something that was always a big issue for me. I was always very ADD, could never just sit and focus for a long time. Always felt yeah. like I didn't have enough time to get everything done that I wanted to. Um, and so this was really useful for that. And then let's see. So this other one, this is, you probably have, someone else has probably suggested this because it's kind of, it's one of the classics, but this is called Influence, the Psychology of Persuasions by Robert Cialdini. Yeah. And this is another book where there have been probably hundreds of books written, inspired by this one book. But this book, this guy, what he did is he broke down the different uh, he calls them weapons of influence. So different things that drive us psychologically. And this is extremely useful for marketing and sales. So if you understand these seven, these seven, or sorry, these six different weapons of influence, you will understand really the baseline strategies of all effective marketing and sales. So just to list these off, you've got reciprocation, commitment and consistency, social proof, liking, authority, and scarcity. And he goes into detail in how how our brains are hardwired to react to these things and how even if we aren't conscious of it, how, you know, subconsciously we are either being programmed or we are programming, programming ourselves to think and behave in certain ways based on, um, these, you know, these, uh, weapons of influence, he calls them I'm trying to think of a better word to describe them. But, um, but this right here is like, if you read this book, you will have the foundation of everything you need to know when it comes to marketing as far as, okay, how do I get, uh, how do I get attention with my content? How do I engage people with my content? How do I build trust with people uh, for our brand? How do we get people, how do we influence people to want to buy or want to engage? I mean, all of that. Now, it's not really a business book. It's more of a psychology book, but it's yeah. one of those books that is like very well-known in business circles because it's just so highly recommended because of that. And to me, it's uh, it's a foundation. I don't think it's very step-by-step -step actionable, but it's once you go through that book, you are now going to be primed to then go read more specific marketing and sales books and be a lot more effective with the tactical stuff because you understand the underlying strategy of the psychology behind it. So that um, that one I feel like is is a must-read I wouldn't say that that book itself is going to have this huge impact on you, but it's a must read because it's basically you just need to understand all of those things yeah. to really understand marketing and sales at a deeper level. Cause to me, marketing is, is very psychology based, you know, it's, it's really, it's a competition for, you know, influencing people as far as how they think and how they react to what you're selling. Yeah. And then the last one here, this one is probably the most applicable. This is called building a story brand 
by Donald Miller. Right. So this for the for the podcast that we just did, we're constantly, you know, I'm talking about you got to do research on your ideal customers and you got to talk, you know, you got to create content in a way that's focused more on them and not on you. This book is the framework to do that. So you don't have to if you were to read influence and then read this, you would be set up to come up with a marketing strategy that would be really good without having any background in sales and marketing. And so this really just gives you a framework for how to create uh, they have a they use a storytelling framework where you cr you base your business around your ideal customers where your ideal customer is the hero in the story and your business or your product or whatever is the guide that moves them along in this journey and they kind of show how this story arc is used and uh, very commonly in in most big uh, movies and and stories we're familiar with so you know for example Luke Skywalker had Yoda you know Batman had um, Alfred. So it seems like there's always someone that's kind of like giving them the guidance and helping them, you know, reach, fulfill their destiny and, and yeah. figure out their superpowers and all that. So the whole point is that you want to position it to where you're talking about your customers, the life that they have right now, the life that they would like to experience. This is going to be something that's tied to your business and then how your product or service can help them get to that outcome. And really it's all about them being the hero of the story. So if you're, if you help people make more money, help them grow their business, you're, you're creating content that's about how talking about the struggles they're facing right now or, um, you know, how they're not living up to their full potential or whatever it is. And then painting the picture of what life would be like if they did achieve those things and then showing them how your business, your product, your service can then help them yeah. achieve that. So it's all about it's just just basically shifting how you talk about your brand and your offerings in a way that's completely focused on them and what they care about and not so much of a sales pitch from you. Right. Interesting. And so for you, are you a big reader? Um, I I am, but I would say I probably not as much as I used to be. Well, having a young child, I'm sure is um, a major distraction. Yeah. So yeah, because I've got two kids now, you know, just okay. like so much, so much less spare time than I used to have. So now I do a lot more audio books uh, than I did yeah. in the past. So, yeah, so I was going to get onto that, actually. So how often do you read or listen, do you think, in a month? Oh, I, I mean, I listen almost daily. Um, but how? so here's the thing. I jump around between books a lot now. <laughs> so, right. I, you know, I'll be in the middle of four different books at a time. So it's hard to say how many books I actually complete in a month. Um, I so would how, say, do you find, how do you find that, like jumping around? Do you Are you still good at um, recollecting where you're at in each one? I mean, do you get confused at all? How, how does that work for you? Yeah, I mean, there have been. So if something, if one book gets neglected for too long, I have to just start it over because I, I will <laughs> I totally forget, you know. Um, a lot of times these books are in completely different areas of interest. So like right now I'm reading a book, I'm, I'm reading a parenting book. Um, I'm reading another book that's more of like health optimization, biohacking kind of stuff. So, uh, so I have a lot of interests. And so, um, <laughs> it's not hard for me to pick back up where I left off. If, as long as I don't go more than a week or two with, yeah. you know, picking back up into that book. Um, and because they are different, but if I'm reading a couple of books that are in the same category, I don't like to do that. Cause then it is, it is confusing. Cause you know, usually the author is yeah. like, they're, you know, they have their vision, for whatever, you know, if it's business or whatever, they have their philosophy that they are sharing and their experiences. And I don't like to confuse those. So normally yeah. I don't, I don't mix and match in the same category. 
And and why is it that you'll have several books on the go at the same time? What 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 makes you do that? <laughs> so no uh, no logical reason I can tell you that. So um, so normally I'm listening to audiobooks whenever I'm working out or um, you know like if I'm if I'm driving by myself or something. And a lot of times it just has to do with just the the mood I'm in that day. So I, I might read the same book for five days in a row, but then I get a new book and I'm excited about it and I'll read it for two days. Or it could be that I watched a recent YouTube video that's more of like a business video or more of a health video. And that gets me yeah. like, oh, I, I want to jump back into that other book that was related to this that I'm that I'm reading. So it's really more of a yeah. feel than yeah. um, there's no coherent reason behind it. <laughs> and so so these days you're mainly audio books. Is that right? I say 90 percent. Yeah. Wow. And so when it comes to other options, do you use Kobo Kindle Kindle books at all or physical books? What's outside of audio? What's your preferences? I have used Kindle in the past. I would say my preferences are paperback and an audio. So if there's a book that I really want to study it and I'm like, I'm okay, no, I'm like, I don't, I'm not going to be hopping around books. Like I'm very serious about studying this book. I will get yeah. the audio and the physical one and I will listen to it while I read it and I'll highlight right. and, and make notes in the, in the, on the paper. And I find yeah. that that helps me um, just take in the information so much better. So a lot of times if a book, if I'm like, if it's just a casual read or maybe I, I want to see, is this worth really doing a deep dive study? I'll do the audio book first. And if it's, if it's something that I really want to study and I want to apply this information, I'll buy yeah. the paperback. I'll go through it again and, and do notes and everything like that, you know, get yeah. more detail. A lot of times though, the books I'm reading, it's like, I'll read it once and I'll never read it again. And it, you know, it was an enjoyable read, but it wasn't something that like I cared to, you know, really study too much. Yeah. And with the audio books, do you find that your retention's good? Um, I, yeah, I think so. It's, I would say it's, I mean, I retain the best if I use a physical book and I take notes. If I'm highlighting, yeah. if I'm writing notes, I definitely retain the best that way. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, yeah, overall with audio, um, it works well for me. Yeah, interesting. No, it's good. I just like to talk to everyone about their reading styles and it's interesting different stories people tell. Um, some people like to listen to audio books at um, double speed. Some people like to listen to audio books and read at the same time. So it's just really interesting to hear people's different styles. Yeah, I, I definitely do a higher speed um, most of the time because a lot of books to me are, it's, I mean, I usually read nonfiction, but um, it's kind of a fun read. Like sometimes I'm just interested in in hearing someone's story, like an, uh, you know, a biography or something. And it's yeah. not like I, you know, say I'm working out or I'm kind of distracted if I miss a couple of paragraphs. I just don't, you know, it doesn't bother me. It's like, I'm not, the goal isn't to retain every single thing. It's more about just yeah. hearing the overall story of, or the overall yeah. message. And at other times, uh, if it's more, in, if I'm being a lot more intentional about it, then yeah, I like, I want to have it slower and I don't want to be doing things where I'm distracted while I'm listening to it, even if I am listening to it. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. All right. Well, thank you so much, Kyle. Appreciate you agreeing to stay on and sharing with Read to Succeed. So, um, yeah, it's been awesome, man. You've got some interesting books. One I, I know of, but the others I definitely don't. So what I do is I publish um, the suggested books on a Read to Succeed section. 
So okay. we've got there a whole heap of different books from all the different guests, which is, I think, kind of cool. So it gives you a, a real diversity of books that um, yeah, could form part of your future reading list. So, but yeah, thank you, Carl, for um, sharing. Appreciate it.